Welcome to the Love Before 100 podcast. I'm Rachel Birch, and I'm here because everyone says dating in your 40s sucks. So I decided to make a game out of it. Part scavenger hunt, part bucket list. I made a list of all the ways I could meet my person. Then I assigned every task a points value. The goal now, find love before I hit 100. Points or years, whichever comes first. You got me shaking, Welcome back to Love Before 100. So today we're crossing creating a dating profile off my list, but more so than that, I thought it would be fun and educational to invite my good friend and sorority sister, Dr. Michelle Ward onto the show. Michelle is an expert on serial killers. Yes, it's very trendy right now, but she has been in this industry forever. She's an OG. And essentially, I invited her on. She has a show. We're going to talk about it during the episode, but she has a podcast called How Not to Raise a Serial Killer. And it's all about serial killing and parenting, essentially. This is a take on that. And it's how not to date a serial killer. And I interview Michelle on the dating process of looking at profiles, chatting, and dating, and how to be safe, essentially. So Michelle is very funny. This is a very educational, funny, interesting episode, and I hope you love it. So you have a podcast called How Not to Raise a Serial Killer. I do. Yes. So tell us about that. So How Not to Raise a Serial Killer was born from an idea I had. I've been working in true crime for a very long time before true crime was even popular. And once I started doing TV shows, I did tons of them. I did 70 episodes of original content. And I noticed that whenever I would talk about the genetic or biological underpinnings of crime, the viewers would get angry. They don't want an excuse. They want it to just be a normal person making bad decisions. But crime doesn't really work that way. Otherwise, we'd all be susceptible to criminal behavior. So I went along with it for a while and then I thought, then true crime exploded and everybody under the sun was into it. And I'm like, wait a minute, you guys, we know so much more than just the storytelling aspect of the crime. We know how it happens, what causes it and what we can do to prevent it. That has been locked up in academia for, I mean, they started studying it a hundred years ago. But wait, wait, there's one thing that's always intrigued me and slash bothered me. And that is why is there a fascination? Like for me, if somebody puts on their dating profile that they're obsessed with true crime, I'm like, that's a red flag. I feel like that should be a red flag, but it's not because literally it's everyone. Why is everyone? I'm not, I mean, I love you and I'm going to watch anything you do. And I just want to footnote the names of your shows, because I think it's more telling than what you just said, which is a TV show called stalked, right? Somebody's watching, right? And mind of a murderer, right? Yep. Yep. And then obviously this podcast, I know there's been others, but it's kind of like, this is who we're talking to right now, like an expert in this area. And so I will watch what you do because I know you and I love you, but it scares the shit out of me. Like, I don't want to watch that. So why are people fascinated and why is it not a red flag? (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, I wanted to study the most abhorrent, aberrant behavior because I get bored so easily. So I'm like, If it isn't shock and awe, then I'm just not going to ever write the damn dissertation. So that's why I got into it. The reason people 
are obsessed with it, I think is kind of twofold. One, the demographic is mainly middle-aged women. And I believe there is something kind of primordial happening there. We are usually the victims. We are physically weaker usually, and we are preyed upon. So I think people really feel, yes, it ups the fear. It ups the ante so that you get that kind of adrenaline rush watching it. But you also feel like, oh, I could protect myself from that. Okay, now I know not to do this. These are the red flags I look for. I think that's why women watch it. And I think the reason, so, you know, networks recognize that and they wanted to get more of the male demographics. So they started putting on prettier hosts and doing all that stuff. It didn't really do it. But I think the males are watching it because now it's being marketed better to them. And there's a ton of money in true crime now. So those shows are getting so good. And that's why I think there's such an increase in the obsession. Plus, it's just, it's the weirdest, most bizarre thing. And it's so rare, but with all these shows, it makes you feel like it's happening all the time. And it's not, it's not. So that's what I think. I would not be afraid. I mean, I'd be worried. I don't know, true crime. And like, I don't know many guys who are into true crime. And I would just be more concerned that they put it on their profile. Yeah. But maybe that shows they're honest. Well, and that's exactly what we're going to talk about. You just asked me like, why are we here? What are we doing? Give me a preview. And I said, no. Um, and so today I thought it would be fun, kind of weird to say that about discussing serial killers, but fun to do an episode, a take off of how not to raise a serial killer, how not to date a serial killer. Right. And go through, because my own experience, you know, I'm very quick to go, uh, this guy looks like a serial killer. So <laughs> I want like, can't, I mean, that's a question for me. Like, do serial killers have a look to them? Well, okay. So certain psychopathic serial killers, we don't really know why, but they, they can tend to be pretty good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And honestly, I don't think that psychopathy as a personality disorder selects for good looks. Yeah. But I think the good looking psychopaths get away with it better. And so they become more successful in killing or banking or whatever it is. They're incredibly goal-driven people. So whatever serial dating, um, there are a bunch of like psychopathic predators in the dating world, but usually they're grifting. It's just sex and money. It's just sex and money, but that's hard to disentangle because men often want sex but it's the money grifting that that you can really find with these people. So what I'm hearing you say is that if we find someone who's unattractive and poor, you know, <laughs> somebody that says they're unemployed, that would be like a safe choice. I feel like, no, Rachel, that's not a safe <laughs> choice. We're not going to start our online dating life like that. No. <laughs> Let's talk about profiles. Let's talk about the communication. Let's talk about like maybe like a first date. Like how did, how do serial killers show up? And one of the questions I had is, is there such thing as typical serial killers? Like, are there some <laughs> typical serial killer qualities that maybe, you know, like, are they funny? You're so screwed because a good <laughs> psychopathic serial killer is going to be such a good first date and they're going to have the best profile. There are tricks, though. There are little tricks you can do to figure it out. OK, if I am to picture the, you know, Ted Bundy type, the the charming psychopath who's, are we just going to pretend he's dating to kill people or does he just also want to have a love life? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do they have the capability to have love? Are they married? Do they look like if somebody says they're divorced, like, are there a lot of divorced serial killers that didn't kill the first wife? They just went through the regular legal process of divorcing them. Like, 
Believe Those are the it or not. I want to know. Do they have Absolutely. kids? Yes, they have kids. Yes, they get married. Um, sometimes they kill their wives. Usually they don't. So a, a good, so you have impulsive serial killers too. The ones who aren't really psychopathic, the ones who are just like going on murder sprees and they just tend to kill people when they're really upset. That's actually a different type of serial killer than the, the manipulative, cold-blooded um, kind of predator type. That's, those are two different profiles. So if you want to talk about the charming guy who wants, you know, he's not going to, he's going to be less likely to kill the girl he's out on a date with because you can track it right back to him. So then he's going to be unsuccessful serial killer, right? right. But he could end up wanting love, wanting sex, and then just killing you. And then you know. you're married to a serial killer. You, oh, I've talked to the wives of serial killers before. Like, and they have no idea. Do me a favor. When you're on a first date, you got to tell me. They got to ask questions about you. And if they don't ask you any questions, you're probably, you could be leaning towards a narcissist. But if they're looking in you in the eye and they're asking you questions and they're also talking like they're super honed in, focused on you, be careful, red flags. It sounds like a great date, but I'm telling you, that's what a, that is what a psychopath is going to look like. I'm not saying it's going to be a serial killer, but it could be. And they are so good at making you feel like you're the only person in the room. See, I thought the red flag was the guy that's checking out the waitress, which is usually what I attract. But you're telling me that that's actually indicative of him not being a psychopath. Okay, but here's the rub. A guy who's really into you and interested is going to look like that too. So you need more data points. Well, and I don't. I also don't want to date someone with a wandering eye, which... Hell no. Then, I'd rather uh, have a serial killer. Yeah, I know. Especially if he's not going to kill me. He's just yeah. Gonna, Listen, I don't people. ask people what they do and I'm not there on Wednesdays <laughs> after four. Yeah, my some people business. bowl, some people, you know, yeah. poker, some people. Well, and that was one of my questions. Like, what's a typical job of a serial killer? I've seen a lot. Please tell me that they're not typically firemen because for many reasons, but like, has there been a serial killer I'm, fireman? It can't be firemen. That would ruin the porn industry. For, that would, it would just, ruin just it so would many. ruin it. No, and every fantasy I know. So yeah, serial killers can have jobs. So murderers in general are kind of transient. A serial killer, if they're a psychopathic, so let's narrow the scope to a psychopathic type of serial killer, not the impulsive guy. Do the good looking ones. Are they okay. the psychopathic ones? Because those are the ones that we really run the risk of m- missing the fact. Dirty John. That they're, yeah. So you get this guy. He takes you on a date. He looks you right in the eye, almost to where it's uncomfortable. He doesn't blink. They're like, okay, this guy's really into me, really into me. He will have a departure from a narcissist. They do have a, some serious narcissism and grandiosity. So there's going to be a lot of talking about themselves and they're going to, but what psychopaths are also very good about is charm. And that's what sets them apart from a narcissist. Well, and the fact that they are in, unable to feel guilt, remorse, uh, empathy, <laughs> or really any deep emotions at all. But if they want something from you. They're so goal-driven that they learn how to charm the literal pants off of you. Mm-hmm. Rachel, keep your pants on. Yeah, I'm going to do that. So do they want to build trust first and then kill you or then whatever? Or is it a first opportunity, like I'm going to do this right now kind of thing? Well, I imagine if a serial killer is on a dating app, he's probably wanting sex. That's my guess. Like he's wanting sex and he's charming. He's going to build trust. He's going to make you want more while he's making you feel like the sun rises and sets on you. And I mean, the, the truth is that anytime you go out with anybody, because there's a 
there's a whole host of different type of murderers. So we can talk about the different ones, but yeah, I'm screwed. Listening to you, I'm like, I'm totally, I'm totally screwed. They're good looking. They're into me. Like these are all things. That I know they, they want me. They want more of me. They're charming. They're, uh-huh. you know, okay. Do this. Look at their orbit, find out who's in their lives. Yes. And it, because it's important, a psychopath only has people in their lives who can serve them. They're incredibly transactional. So make sure like they've had a best friend since elementary school or college or high school, you know, make sure that they have long lasting relationships. They learn the words of emotion. So if you just ask them like, oh, do you love your dog? Do you love your daughter? They're going to know how to say it, but they can't feel it. So one of the questions I have is, is it more likely or less likely that a handsome serial killer that's on an app to get sex will put a picture with his mother on his profile? 100% serial killer. Okay. 100%. Okay. Absolutely has four bodies in his trunk right now. You're sitting on a blood stain stained seat. Okay. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Okay. So they're either serial killer or douchebag. Who puts a picture of their mother? Like so many guys. No. So many guys. So many guys. And then Public service announcement, dudes. Don't. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. Here's the, here's the next one. This one cracks me up. Would a serial killer put not a serial killer on his profile? Because I've seen that a bunch. No. I, okay. That's a good, that's a good protective factor of filtration. A serial killer is not going to write not a serial killer. Okay. Okay. You can go out with that guy. Ding, okay. ding, 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 ding. Okay. So let's move on to the chat. Right. So I know you mentioned that you have not been on a dating app before. So you're not really familiar with how the process works. But first you match, then you chat. Okay. And sometimes it will be like, hi, how are you? How was your day? How was your week? How are you doing? There's a lot of small talk, which is frowned upon, right? You got to jump in there with a clever, like opening question and kind of get get things going. So that's that's an assessment thing. But like if I'm a serial killer and I'm good looking and I'm charming and I'm looking for sex, my chat's probably going to be pretty good. Oh, it's going to be so clever. Okay. So I'm going to be witty. I'm going to come in there with the charm. I'm probably going to compliment you on some of your pictures and I'm going to notice small details like, oh, I see that you're wearing a University of Colorado tank top, like, you know, Prince Charming and the serial killer look the same. (laughs) (laughs) So we can get rid of all the other dorks who you just mentioned, who I would never let you go out with. And then we can be like, we can literally filter for Mr. Right and Mr. Chop You Up Right Now. And they're going to look really similar. So we're going to have to be very careful because in the chat, it's going to be a lot of questions about you. They're going to be witty, charming, great quips, and they know how to get to your heartstrings. So you're going to hear questions about your family, your children, loss. They, they go straight for attachment and then they do this. Are you ready? They're vulnerable. They are recovering. They don't usually open up to women like this. Okay. I'm definitely one of the guys I'm dating is a serial killer. Also, I'm a serial <laughs> killer. That's what I'm taking away. Because I, <laughs> If you hear the line, I don't normally open up to women like this. I hear that all the time. Uh, And I'm like, uh, it's probably because I'm a coach and people like, I uh, thought uh, it was because of me. uh, I'm just attracting a slew of serial killers. Listen, serial killers are really rare, but for our purposes, every single one of them is a serial killer until he's not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. 
And that's why I brought you on because there's so many people that are going through this dating process and they want to give up. And I'm like, no, 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 don't give up. Let's just, let's just look at, you know, a couple things. Not only do you make me laugh, but you have like really good information. And I have a lot of thoughts. Like, for example, in my last episode, I talk about this guy that I met on a plane and spent the night with. And part of the rationale of our our first real date, I spent the night with him in a hotel. And I have this whole elaborate security plan. <laughs> but, the, but the rationale is, well, never, actually, I was going to walk you through this. So the first thing I did was I ran a background check. And he only had speeding tickets and talking while texting or driving, oh, texting okay. while driving. Okay. So one question about serial killers is, is it usually the first time that they're caught or do they tend to have a criminal record? Like, do they shoplift? Do they, or okay. They so clean? it depends. It's, you got two types of killers. If it's the ramp up impulsive, um, the, the guy who's a really sloppy killer. Yes. You're going to see this trajectory. If they're going to start with, you know, like ugh, drinking underage, breaking and entering, getting into fights, you're going to see that in their record all the way through. It doesn't stop. But if they are psychopathic serial killer, you're not going to see very much. You might, they might get caught for some things, but usually they're, they're very calculating. They usually get away with, with small stuff. One girl I know who met this guy, he is on dating apps. So that's not how she met him. She found out later, somebody sent her a background um, uh, check on him and he had been arrested and convicted of exploiting a famous person. He somehow got his hands on a celebrity's, I don't know, a video of a celebrity or something. It was and it threatened to expose him. And uh, like it was, it was extortion, $6 million. And I'm like, oh my God, if you had just fucking did a Google search on this guy's name. <laughs> yes, yes. And that would be more of the serial, this guy's not a serial killer. I don't think he's a serial killer, but that would be, you'd see these very manipulative kind of finance schemes, that kind of stuff. Or, but he, the, now, serial killers, psychopaths can be impulsive. So they will have things like speeding tickets and that kind of stuff. Well, and also, I just want to say, we we don't want to just eliminate serial killers. If they're an extortionist, like, yeah. you know, even if they're not going to kill you, like, they, you might have a family and then they're going to go off to jail for 10 years. Or that can happen. Years or whatever. Yeah. You don't want that. And also, people lost their money. So that's bad, too. We, well, we do yes, have empathy. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just talking about dating apps here. We can't cover everything. <laughs> She's like empathy, empathy. I like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, you do have to like, I honestly think there should be a coach on both sides of this. There should be a coach helping you go through the profiles and then there should yeah. be a coach helping you make the profiles. There are, there are many, I know many coaches that help you make profiles and help you go through profiles. Check and the there are, that's a whole business, but do they know what they're talking about? Do they have your expertise? No, they're looking for other things. Okay. So I, I ran the background check. Yeah. And then as I shared, I won't go into all of it, but I have a friend whose husband was in law enforcement in San Jose. So she told me, I can have the SWAT team at your door if you wanted to. But my rationale was somebody is much more likely, because I've heard a lot of people talk about going to strangers' houses, right? After a date, they go back and, they, and I'm like, they would be much more likely to kill you in the privacy of their own home than a public hotel. Heck yeah, you're on cameras. They're not, you, they had to check in. Yeah, it, yeah. It's not going to be a planned killing. Like if you guys get a little I mean, kinky, he might kill me, but it wouldn't be that right. he's, he's doing it as part of a, a serial. I mean, I don't killing. know what y'all are into, but if there's choking, I mean, there no. could be accidental, you get into a fight. Okay, so yes, it's safer what I did, which was 
which is what I think. I feel like, yeah. And, and also I was just looking for a rationale to spend the night with a guy, but. Could you have gotten adjoining rooms or something next time? I really am not. Well, I don't want to endorse this. He offered. Well, and on the last episode, I say like, I'm not saying that you should do this at right. all. It's not uncommon to go home with or share a hotel room with on a first date. That's my understanding. It's uncommon for me. I will yes. say that. It, the, and like I said, that was, that was a, a unique situation. And I say that without judging it. Like, it's right. okay. I have a lot of clients and friends that do that. And that just wasn't the path that I chose for myself. Not because of any other reason than I, I am the type of person, you know, you, you did the TV show stalked. I'm the type of person that will totally fall in love and be like, we're, we're supposed to be together. No, now, no. Right. Okay. And so I have to control myself for my own. Protection. You have to. And that I'm here why. to tell you, we want to be sufficient. First of all, sex is fun and everybody should have as much sex as they want to have. You know, I, there's zero judgment for me there. Safety is, if, is a concern, yes. you know, yes. so, I have no judgment on the sex. I just have judgment keeping yourself safe. So if you think of these, um, I like to think of these psycho- psychopaths in general are pretty evolved people. And some argue that they're more evolved than the rest of us because they're not anchored by pesky emotions like guilt and empathy and remorse mm-hmm. and caring about your fellow humans on the planet. And love getting all caught up in that either. They do have some capacity. They do not love their children like we do. They do not love their spouses like we do. It's not the same. They can feel a little bit of that kind of warm feeling, but it's all very shallow. So often they're looking for a rush just to feel more comfortable. And that's how they get into killing to begin with. Shoot, I interviewed, I've interviewed two or three who said the only time they ever felt normal is right after a kill. So one thing I need you to to remember is that a, a, a low aroused serial killer is going to be very thoughtful in their profiles. Their profiles aren't going to be sloppy. Their chats are not going to be sloppy. They're going to be thorough and thoughtful because that is their goal. They might be impulsive other places, but when they are goal-driven, they're not, uh, I mean, they're, they're calculating. You want your surgeon to be a psychopath. You want your, you know, maybe your money manager to be a psychopath. You don't want your husband to be, but, it, but if their goal is to kill people, that's where they get their rush. That's how they become serial killers. Most psychopaths are not serial killers, but if we're talking about a psychopathic serial killer, on Hinge or wherever we're looking, they're going to be very careful with their profile. Oh, and I did want to talk about the safety measures that I do use quickly. Yes, yes. One, Bring those I on. I have a Google phone number. I don't give anyone my real phone number except for the guy that I'm on plane, but I don't give anyone my real phone number because they can Google your phone number and get your last name. They can get all sorts of things about mm-hmm. you. I don't give my last name because I have a lot of social media. You know what I mean? Like the guy that I'm about to go out with potentially for the fourth date who... Now I have some questions about based on the conversation. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, he is like, I don't even know your last name. And I go, well, I hate to break it to you. You don't even have my real phone number. You know, like. Um, That's actually good. Adds mystery. Exactly. Well, and I, he, he's like, wow, I'm impressed. And I, you know, he's like, have you run a background check on me? I'm like, no, but I've done that before when I need to. So I'll have, I don't give them, I never have them pick me up at my home. They don't get to know my home address. I have children. You know, mm-hmm. they know I live, al- I live alone or with my children. Like they're mm-hmm. not getting my address. Mm-hmm. I never post any identifying pictures. I do not have pictures with my kids on my profile. I don't know if a lot of women do that, but a lot of men have pictures. Well, I, I don't understand how they could put, I mean, I guess men don't feel like they can be pre- uh, prey, but they can be. They totally uh, Some of my, be. I'm here to tell you, a female stalker is far more dangerous than her male counterpart. Far more dangerous. Like 
once they're ready to kill, you're screwed. Is it a sign? Because I've seen men that will scratch out the faces of their children to quote unquote, <laughs> protect their privacy. But I'm like, how could you do that to your own kids? Like that so, could be a sign of a that's a fucking sign. Find a picture without face. your children. Yeah, and right? don't scratch their faces out. That's just I never me. do that. Oh my god! Oh, no, we don't like you. That's definitely a serial no. killer too. So I don't put pictures of my kids on there. Um, as I said, if I'm going to spend the night with you in a hotel, <laughs> which is not going to happen again, Mm-mm. I'm going to run a background check. I am going to send somebody my location. I'm going to drop, you know, drop the pin so that they have it in their phone and they can track me. I'm a little, I'm a little overkill, but you know, that's what we do here. I, yeah, I'm going to tell people where I'm, where I'm at. Nothing wrong with FaceTiming and be like, Hey mom, with this guy, if I'm yeah. dead, yeah. take a screenshot. Yeah. This is his face. Yeah. You could send someone a, a copy of, you know, their profile and their face. And yeah. so, uh, and I will always do a Google search. I will always do, I will Google their phone number. You know, like there's ways to find people. My sister found this guy on Facebook, like within 3.2 seconds, all we had was his first name and his city. And, and it was like, is this him? And I was like, yes. Um, His name better, better have been like, Something very no, unusual. It was like Mike. I mean, his name was like Mike. I want to just circle back to one thing. We're talking about safety that I should mention. I'm much more cautious now. But when I was 15, my girlfriends and I were up in Big Bear at a party. We were there skiing, but we went to a party. I actually went, I left the party with a 25-year-old man. Mm. I was 15. And I made him give my friends his driver's license. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> makes a killer or anyone else return your friend more than you having their freaking driver's license. Nothing happened. Yeah. We made out. I made him drive me home. He was incredibly frustrated, but I'm like, also so illegal. You're 25. I'm 15. Like what yeah. were you doing? But if you take somebody's driver's license, they're going to bring you back alive. Okay. Even my favorite serial killers are going to not, they don't want to go to the DMV. Okay. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to the DMV. <laughs> no serial killer wants to go to the DMV. So yes. take their license. So that could be a good place to meet a guy too, the DMV. Well, sometimes serial killers have to go to the DMV, but okay. they don't, okay. they don't choose to. And if okay. they are there, it's probably because, you know, right. He still has their license. So I thought to end today, something that would be fun would be something that you actually mentioned is some, <laughs> and I have to say this. This is only if I haven't, if I have any available because I'm such like a fanatical swiper that I will oftentimes get to the end where it says like, you've seen everybody. You've seen all there is to see. There's nobody left. Come back. You finished the internet. Yes. So, but assuming that I have somebody, I thought you could swipe for me. I'm I'm ready. Okay. So first we have Joe. (gasps) Oh, ladies and gentlemen, Joe is Hot, hot, hot. He Wait, is. bring him back again. Oh. So cute. He could be a serial killer. He's a president at a media company and he went to Dartmouth. And oh, he's here. It says East Coast. I, I love him already. I'm just, I don't care what you say. It says East Coast confidence with a West Coast Zen. I'm a great middler and adaptive plus one. And I like to sleep in a cold room. He's 5'10. He's an Aries. No, no. Does he put a sign or does it ask? It asks. It, okay. It, all right. It, I'm, like, then I forget. It's an option. It's an option. He, oh. he, it, so 5'10", drinks socially, never smokes, doesn't know what he's looking for though. There's, a, there's an option where you can say you're looking for marriage, relationship, or don't know yet. He put don't know yet. I would put don't know yet. Well, that's, I want someone that knows what they're looking for. I want someone that knows that they're ready for a relationship. So 
he has children and doesn't want more, which is very common. That's the same with me. And he puts himself as spiritual. His interests are running, cooking, exploring new cities, dogs, and being active. His favorite quality in a person is direct, open communication. He has a picture with the ocean behind him. Oh, and he has a picture of with a dog that he's not making out with. In fact, he's not even making eye contact with the well, dog. Well, I think you, ha- so you can't good. go out with him because that's a poodle. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be his poodle, though. Perfect first date, one that feels effortless and where time seems infinite. The world would be a better place with more people who value sleep and get a good night of rest. Oh, I really like this guy. He Rachel. lives in Los Angeles. He's from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Jersey hurts, but he can't help where he's from. Okay, I'm going to swipe I like him a lot. Okay. Matt, 50, healthcare worker. <laughs> <laughs> he has a porn stash. Yes. And he spends way more time on his hair than you do. And why okay. is his hair perfectly? It's like a plate. It on says, top. oh, I thought that said pervert, but it says introvert and then politically independent. And I accidentally read it together as pervert. Mm-hmm. So artist, musician, introvert, politically independent, agnostic, cat owner, automatically out for me. Well, and also he knows nothing about himself. I don't, I'm an introvert. I don't believe in this. I'm politically independent. I don't, I'm agnostic. He has a lot of questions about what he, he, yeah. He doesn't commit to anything. Except for his cat. Crowd avoider, road trip enthusiast. Because he gets to be alone. By the way, if you contact me, please engage and ask questions. So many of the conversations I have on here are one-sided and make me feel like I'm conducting an interview. I don't like it when they tell me how to, oh, we will get along if you use turn signals. I don't like it when they tell me how to be, whoa, look at his hair in this picture. Uh, uh, you literally could use his head as a chopping block. It is a like non-negotiable a flat- false eyelashes. They creep me out. This is the second person that I've seen. If you have false eyelashes, swipe left. Like I, know, I can see that you have, I love them. Yeah. I would have them right now if they didn't make my eyes it. I do it because we film my podcast and it's like, I don't even have to put on makeup because I got my eyelashes. I'm going to say no to this guy. I know you're You're, you're going to say no, I'm not. This is why I read mental illness all over that. Yeah. That guy's agoraphobic. That guy doesn't want, he wants you to come over because he's never leaving his cat at home. Yeah. There's no, there's no human. You know what? He's got such bad OCD that he cuts every single strand of that hair with a ruler. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So he's a no. Okay. How about this guy? Oh, he's darling. His name's Tyson, so I do judge him, but he's so cute. So cute. Wishing everyone be safe and healthy right now. This is time to grow, show kindness, and watch out for each other. Come on, We have some grammar problems. Well, also, this is not your holiday card. This is your dating profile. Yeah, he just plagiarized. 6'2", Costco member, good at poaching eggs and opening jars. Used to live in Asia, into empathy, pie, and books on your nightstand. The books on your nightstand. He's into. Okay. I get. It. He wants to know what you're reading. Books on my nightstand. Yeah, looking like for something that. meaningful. He's really cute. Can we forgive the plagiarizing of the Hallmark Christmas card? We'll get along if you're brave, driven, deeply kind, and have a library card. I, I feel like he could be a psychopath. Like he's a little he, bit yeah. too. Oh, here's a picture of him speaking at a podium. Like Higher education summit. He's really handsome. Okay, I'm not the expert here, but I think he's a serial killer based on the criteria that you gave me. Yes. Everything is like perfect. It's quaffed. It's so he's like, either Mr. Right or he's yeah. going to kill you. Right. But I mean, if you see a chance, take it. You told me you don't judge. He's really cute, Rachel. Like I know he's almost too cute. He is. He checks all the box of serial killer. That's 100% yeah. true. Because he knows that if someone's like, oh, you care about being kind and reading. Yeah. And education. So uh, yes or no? Um, no. God damn it. That's what I think. Okay, good. I'm oh, really glad this guy looks like The Rock. 
that, that just stop, but not doing it. We're not doing a good way. Okay. We're, oh my God. Coincidentally, everything I do well starts with an F. Oh, who? That guy we just swiped? No, no. This, the guy that you said no guy. to. The rock. Yeah, but of course. Um, fitness. Oh, I think. Funny. And- oh, okay. Problem fixer at FD. Fire department. He's oh. a fireman. Oh, he has a picture with his fire helmet on. Where does he live? That's not here. My personal hell. Toxic people. Oh, he has tattoos. Oh, my God. Look at this. Three firemen. Oh, this is like a calendar. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, Rachel. That might be fun for a minute. Uh, I, I, have an, I have another fireman already that I'm working uh, with. We do one fireman at a time. He's a good guy. Like okay, he's a then, good man. So we don't, we don't need the guy that leads with everything I do well starts with an F. An F. And she's like finances, fire, okay. goodbye, fitness. goodbye, calendar guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to show you what was out there. Get wow. some of your, you know, your professional opinion. I thought that was fun. Well, I feel like the first PSA is stay married because it's gnarly out here. Yeah. yeah. I'm divorced. Yeah. Too. Both, I was going to say, we'll, we'll, we'll just say we're both divorced. So yeah. We, we, yeah. Uh, I, I, the, the whole online dating scared me before we just had that exercise. Yeah. And right now I have that pit in my stomach feeling like I was going to definitely eat M&Ms when we got off of this. And now <laughs> I can't. And it's too early for a cocktail. But um, that I'm really glad you're doing this podcast because first of all, self-report, anyone who's self-reporting, doing their own profile, you're not a good self-reporter. All these profiles should be written by a sibling or an ex. Oh, wait, let's look at my profile. Oh, see, I was, I was going to ask you, but then I was afraid. Look like a serial killer, but you better tell you better do what you did to the other guys go. Oh, she's so cute. Okay. So this app has a feature where your most liked photo, your most swiped on photo will be promoted to the top. So don't judge, but so here's my, oh, I love, I know that photo of you. I love that photo of you. Okay. So it's me sitting, sitting in a chair. It's a beautiful picture. Chuck Taylor. And it's good. You show your whole body and it's a beautiful photo. You look fantastic. I like that. And then my about me says, I'm only here for stand up comedy material and actually also for a scavenger hunt. If we accidentally fall in love, that's on you. Fine print by swiping right. You acknowledge anything you say can and will be used against you. <laughs> You're so clever. And then I have my interests are concerts, stand up, country music, sense of humor, and self awareness. My second photo is me on stage. Oh, I comedy. love that. And I say, I guarantee you that life with me is like flying first class, cozy, exciting, and there will be snacks. There will be snacks. Oh, see, this is clever. This is a thoughtful profile. And then I have a picture Gorgeous. of me wine tasting. And then with, I have- With, with stilettos. With yes. stilettos. And then I have a little picture of- Oh, I love that. And then perfect face, first date. So these, and I meant to ask you- <clears throat> I want you to take out country music. <laughs> because I wouldn't go out with anybody who said that. I want you to make it less specific. <laughs> <laughs> they say the key is to make it so specific uh-uh. that your person- is going to like reach no. through and grab you. If you're talking Kenny Rogers, yeah. Dolly Parton, we're going out. If you're talking... Uh, uh, who, you're going to stab me in the heart right now. hundred. Uh, uh, who's that guy? Morgan Wallet. Are you joking? My nieces go... I to, went to his concert with the guy from Minnesota. I love you so much, but this is the end of the road for us. <laughs> so funny. Okay. I love your profile. Keep going. Okay. Perfect first date. Oh, no. What I was saying was, so some of the apps will give you prompts, right? Oh, perfect first date, dot, dot, dot. So mine was, I guarantee you that. And then I put that 
So this one is perfect first date, dot, dot, dot. An experience, bowling, hiking, pickleball, stand-up paddleboard. Let's do something instead of interviewing each other. Oh, I like that. And then I have this picture so for a full body. And then at the end, a non-negotiable, dot, dot, dot. And I put personal growth development because I've realized I need a man who's doing mm-hmm. some personal growth yeah. or you know is willing to. So yeah. um, am I a serial killer or am I no. aside from the country music? I, I, that's the only note I have. It's the only editing I would do. And it's honest and it's funny. It's funny. But let me ask you a true question. Do you yeah. really want to go play pickleball with a stranger? Yes, actually, I I have an episode coming up where the guy was really boring. But once we did the actual game, I got to see different sides of him. Is he competitive? Does he want okay. to win? Is he, you know, like we were kind of bantering back and forth. And then when we were done, we both had so much like um, endorphins from the mm-hmm. exercise that it was like, it was a great first date. I got, he asked me out for the second date, like immediately after the first date. Oh, see, there is a, there is some biochemical thing some, going there's on there. There's some science to That's it, why they know? say, like bring a girl to a scary movie, the first date, and then she'll, you know, have yeah, to one, save your complex. One guy that I went out with that I, and we're talking about our next, our second and third date simultaneously we're talking about, um, we went on a hike and it was Perfect. like, really good, you know? And it was funny because right when we got to the part where it felt like, is this where you're going to kill me and throw my body into the train tracks? He was like, maybe we should turn around. This yeah. The hills have eyes. And I was like, I like that about you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or maybe he thought I was going to kill him because I do come off like a serial. Well, killer. either he was thinking about killing you and he's like, I'm not going to kill her, but I'm going to actually let her I know, know that her. I was. I, yeah. I was uh-huh. going to kill her, but I'm actually interested in maybe pursuing like, a relationship mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. So I'm not. Yeah. Or he thought I was. Yeah. I mean, he could be interviewing for both girlfriend and victim. Right. You know, it's like you're, but you thankfully made it to the right column. You know, I, I knew I was a catch. <laughs> a predator's catch. I love this game. Let's play this again. <laughs> this is fun. I feel like we should have a spinoff of both of our podcasts that's just called How Not to Date a Serial Killer. And then we just, we just do this. We swipe, I like that. I swipe and you tell me how to do it. And then we can okay. have guests because I'm going to be in love soon and run off into the sunset. Then we'll have guests that can come on and swipe. Wait, it's interesting. You're going to be in love soon, but you wrote on your profile. It's on them to do it. Well, if if we accidentally fall in love, it's their fault because they're uh, just too too good. Just too good. Okay. I'm so open to that. I'm like, uh, uh, as I share, like I, I do, I would rather be married. I would rather be in a relationship. I'm making it fun because I have to, to survive. Like I'm, we're having a great time here. Like I'll do this all day long, but my heart is like, I just, I'm ready to be with my person, you know? Yeah. So I can make jokes. I can be tears of the clown. I can be like a comedian. I can do all of that stuff. And I don't pretend any other way. Every opportunity that I will get to say, I'm doing this for entertainment. I'm doing this because I'm just as lonely as you are. Like, I, I don't want you to give up. I'm not going to give up. Let's do this together. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I would much rather still be married. Okay. You know? All right. Like, that's... I've, and actually I've had guys ask me because I've shared with a couple guys, I'll tell them straight up, like love is the end game for me. I don't care. Well, I think that's I actually care. a great filtration question too, because filtration, filter question. You want people who, if they were married, they liked being married and they speak nicely about their ex. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really important thing. Like I liked being married too. I realized that that mar- my marriage isn't, was, you know, the, the re- definition of a successful relationship is not that it lasts forever. Right. You can have a successful relationship that ends. I liked the comfort and the predictability of being married. 
I'd rather not be married than be married to somebody. Right. Yes. Yes. Let's make that clear. It's better to not be married than to be married to someone that you're not like to the wrong person. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. Like I could just talk to you all day. This is like fascinating to me. It's fun. There's so much value in knowing that Mr. Wright and Mr. Serial Killer could be identical twin brothers, like literally. Yeah, I, I thank you so much for having me. Although the good news is, if they're the genetic basis of crime, yeah, they probably wouldn't be identical twins. They're probably fraternal <laughs> twins. Fraternal twins. Or best friends. They're or besties. You know, neighbors or... Right, you know, Mr. Wright's the empath. Mr. Serial Killer is this the psychopath who's using the empath. But thank you. I love this idea. I, you have my full support. I'm happy to joke that everybody's a serial killer anytime you want. Okay. And maybe force you to go out with a couple. I would love to. <laughs> I probably already have. So um, until next time, I think there has to be a next time. Until next time, just pure joy. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. I really loved that conversation with Michelle for a number of reasons. But one of the things that I have been learning since episode two and starting to date, having created this dating profile and meeting people mostly through a dating app is to really be present and to give the relationship and the person space to really see who they are, right? To see if there's red flags and then honor those red flags. But really what I learned from that conversation with Michelle was that even when it's feeling really good, or especially when it's feeling really good. I mean, not only are you dealing with potentially a psychopath or a serial killer or a narcissist, but you could just be dealing with someone that doesn't have your best interests in mind. And so to really get out from up in the clouds and the romanticizing and the fantasizing and all that kind of stuff, and just really watch and see some, who somebody is, let them show you who they are. That was my biggest takeaway. Just if it feels good, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing. And you want it to feel good and you shouldn't be afraid of it feeling good. But there's, you know, like one foot, you know, in the cloud or whatever the saying is, but essentially have one foot down on earth and making sure that, you know, you're safe and not just physically safe, but that your heart is safe, right? That's the bigger risk here with dating. It's such a small probability that you're going to be in physical danger. I don't want to say small, but based on what we're talking about here, serial killers, the real danger is with your heart. Is your heart safe? And so everything that Michelle said, I think can apply to just really being present and seeing people for who they truly are. So I'm going to stay on the apps. I'm going to keep it on my list, right? I'm going to continue to meet people in that way. but really doing it from a a more grounded, present place. And I think that's just going to make the process all the more pleasurable for me. So next week, I'm interviewing some amazing women and we are talking about our dating experiences and what that looks like, the juggle. Essentially, the concept is the juggle and dating multiple people at one time Uh, how to keep your mind right in doing that, some funny stories around that, and just moving on down the bucket list. I check off a number of things in next week's episode. So I will see you next week. 
I hope you loved that episode of Love Before 100. To play along and get all the behind the scenes and bonus content, follow us on TikTok at Love Before 100. And be sure to come back next week to help me cross another thing off my bucket list. That's been the-